1: Saranang sangang Saranang Ka Chami to Tiampi Bodang Saranang. Ka chami, du tiampi, dhamang, saranang, ka chami, tiampi, sangang, saranang, ka mi Tatyampi Udang Saranang mi Tatyampi Damang Saranang a cha mi tha ta ga cha me
0: even as we settle, you'll notice that any habit of being the meditator, you'll notice that is the activity of selfing. and It's not about judging it. even being the one who's not meditating, that's also selfing. So instead it can be this relaxing sense of humor. Oh, it's like this. This pickle. This conditioned mind mind that is conditioned to do and not do. So We're bringing a lot of open non-judging space to the way it is here now in the body and in the mind. So in this way Practice is really about connecting or opening instead of more specific sense of doing or getting somewhere, making something happen. The emphasis initially is to stabilize present moment awareness this simple stabilizing awareness that understands this experience is being known, being felt. And that's enough. That ongoing discernment that this experience is being known, being felt. And ideally with some momentum, some continuity of awareness, you'll notice the sense of ease, the ease of allowing the conditions of the moment to come and go without judging. Everything belongs, every experience of the body and the mind has permission to be the way it is right now, not presuming that things should be different than the way they are. This is a sense of ease, sense of easeful alignment with the way it is not being in conflict with the way that it is right now. And in a sense, this is our first responsibility as a meditator because it really sets up a deeper kind of learning when we're able to stabilize, come to this place of not being in conflict with the conditions that are coming and going it has the flavors of humility and simplicity and tranquility to help to support the stabilizing of present moment awareness, samadhi. It can be helpful if it's not forced. It can be helpful to train the mind to be interested in calm as you're breathing in, for example. And to be interested in calm in the body and the mind as you breathe out. You're not trying to make something happen. You're just realizing that it's important what the mind pays attention to. I could be paying attention to what's agitating right now. Or I could pay attention, highlight the sense of ease and calm as I breathe in and breathe out. I wonder what's more skillful. interesting thing, to whatever degree the mind is able to rest in this clear and stable present moment awareness, to trust it. Then, of course, because of habit, different patterns of selfing will arise. A little First expression of greed, uh, irritation, a hope, a fear. But with this backdrop of calm, it's easier to notice selfing. The activity, this arising activity of being, a somebody doing something, a somebody wanting something, Somebody not wanting something, somebody with an opinion, somebody who's confused or has doubt. And the interesting thing when selfing arises, you might notice another moment of selfing being the one who wants to stop or being the one who thinks they have to let go of that first selfing. So very quickly things can get complicated in the heart and mind. But wisdom is just more interested in understanding these patterns of selfing, of self-centeredness, the self-centered dramas, whatever it might be not so much that the practitioner has to abandon the habit of selfing as much as it is that wisdom sees that selfing is just something being known seeing selfing for what it is it's something that arises and ceases on its own So again, we're emphasizing the calm, the stability of mind, and learning to trust and rest and the stability of that present moment awareness with the body, with the breath, whatever. And then being curious about the arising and passing of the dramas. And noticing how selfing ceases without you or anybody needing to get in there and get rid of it. Over and over again, every self-centered drama, its very nature is to arise and then to cease. And this is a very natural and impersonal process. And the more the mind understands this, the more there's real freedom freedom from having to fix the problem of selfing. It's all about understanding, not about somebody fixing something. So Let's continue in silence now for a while. Of course, it's the deep habit of the mind to frame experience in terms of self-centeredness, self even if it's quite subtle. So as needed, you can drop the question in the mind, what is the mind taking the self to be? What is the mind taking the self to be now? That just encourages wisdom to recognize this pattern of self being as something being known. And observe how it comes into being and then it ceases and then the next thing arises and it ceases. Nothing else, you notice, you can notice many different ways the sense of being the practitioner, being the meditator, will just naturally arise. And just notice that arising as something being known or felt. It's there, and then it ceases. So we're learning not to be afraid of these entangling habits of selfing, becoming somebody, trying to fix something, trying to get somewhere. But notice them arising in contrast to the background of relative calm and ease. Recognize these dramas as something being felt, being known. Oh, this is what the mind is taking the self to be now. Oh. Notice how it naturally ceases. You don't have to, nobody has to do anything. with a skill is to be able to bring the mental activity of selfing into the view of something being known. doesn't matter how toxic or unhealthy that particular pattern might be or how relatively wholesome it might be. Wisdom just wants to see and feel things as they are Instead of realizing the mind with no selfing going on, maybe more accurate to describe the freedom the Buddha points to as realizing the mind that's not confused by these different activities of selfing.